Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade. Welcome to Fire Fireflies. Stay tuned, Mitch's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get you. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. Just pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my much power, Earth 2 with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back. As we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show, this is Fireside Chats. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Mauer. Beep you. Well, you tried. You tried, and you kept the beep going. That's really where it, could, it fizzled off on the U. I, you I, really kept the beep was good. Give me a few more weeks of the, the vocal training. I'll get back there. I, I believe you will. I have faith in you. And then we have Moshko. I came to bring the pain. <laughs> Oh. oh, I love it. I didn't get the line back to you. I'm sorry. I failed you. Manti, was, you got the next too line? overwhelming. No, absolutely not. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't at all. But I definitely know. I know the reference. Don't know the song that well. Um, still funny. Still made me laugh. Still appreciate you. I don't know if I like this coming as the second, like the first introduction. Why? I, 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 he came to bring the pain. Let him bring the pain. Yeah. Let's see. Under the brain. Let's okay, but we're gonna we're gonna now judge this to the end and find out whether or not Moshko actually brought the pain through this next thirty minutes. <laughs> Five <laughs> years of being the last introduced is just. I don't like change. Would you like me to introduce Moshko in the middle ne- next time? I think so. Let's try okay. that. So wait. So every time we have a different host, introduce all of them and then get to you and then get to me. All right, and then when we have guests, we introduce them after you. Yes. So guest hosts before <laughs> go me. in the middle. <laughs> guests go, okay, I got it. I got it. All right. I can make that work. Well, because work. I'm used to, like, it goes you, the other host, me, and then I normally introduce the guest. That's fine. We could, we could do that. Like, I love how we just... <laughs> We're doing this on the show. If I you, know. Doing it live. That's fine. Tangent. If that's you fine. have an opinion on how our order of introduction <laughs> is, leave it in the comments. Uh, also, leave in the comments if you recognized any other voices and then the, uh, the new intro. Well, the intro is going to be changing you know, over the next couple of weeks, but you heard new voices in the beginning there. So listen closely. You might even hear your own. I really love the third one. Dude, I like the last one. I do. I think the last one. Yeah. Like the last one is the be all. There, there would only be one voice in the history of comic voices that could top that voice. But... It's Wednesday, and what does that and mean? We're, and we're unfortunately not getting that voice. No. Well, no. there's programs out there. <laughs> That's just, <laughs> no. I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with it. They're, they're trying to do it to I James could Dean, work on it. This I guy's have... damn good. I can Mike, welcome to Fireside. No. 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 Not at all. Can we not, get Frank no. to do it? We can ask Frank. Let's ask right. Frank. Let's Frank, Frank, work on your Stanley. <laughs> By the way. Frank's in there a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Wednesday show. If you're new around here, that's what we talk about the news. I don't know who's doing it. We're not doing uh, it. Just that. Yep. News. It's done. No. The new news leaves with Peach until he comes back. Until he comes back. Put my foot down. The website now. 
You're not, yeah, right. That's all, <laughs> all of we've been using that for a while. All, all right, right. Come on, not, roll it back. We'll try it again. That's when we talk about the news. The new news. You're terrible at it, Moshko. I think it should be you go new and I'll go news. Okay, one more time. Kick it off to us. That's where we talk about the news. The new news. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, it's worth an attempt. We got a lot to talk about, though, so let's start getting into it. We got things like WandaVision's mixed reviews. (laughs) Batwoman's shocking ratings. And Captain Marvel's gone to the dark side. You know... This future state in general has been pretty dark in like everything coming out of those books so far. And I get that they're just kind of setting the tone for the world, but like, let's just jump into the, into Superwoman or the Supergirl's new book, right? Superwoman's new book. Spoiler alert. Kara right Zor-El. Bat, Cause somebody, <laughs> somebody dies and it's, it's sad. And I, and I do want to talk about this. So if you have plans on reading this book and you don't want this spoiled, this is, this is your warning now, but this death crap, is man. sad. For me, I, man, so crypto died. And I love crypto. How do you not like crypto? How do you, I mean, he's like the only super pet that like is cool. The really? bat cow, maybe. Really? Frog. Okay, there's a couple. Peter Porker. Okay, there's a couple. But still, crypto. Crypto's head honcho when it comes to like super pets. Unless you can't count the Ninja Turtles. And the Ninja Turtles would be first, then it would be crypto. Um, and then maybe Captain Carrot. Howard the Duck. Oh, Howard the Duck. Where would he be on the list? This might be its own episode. <laughs> yeah. You're, <laughs> this you're might welcome. Be its, this might be its own episode. But still, crypto is starting off. <laughs> Animal crypto superheroes day. and their rankings coming next on Fireside. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. You know who wins? Crypto. It's Dude, Darkwing crypto Duck. Just, in the last couple books alone, crypto is so important. So, so I've important. never been able to get past the cheese factor of crypto. Like to me, it, I re, I see crypto as a guest star on Scooby Doo. Every comic has its cheapy, campy parts. Every one of them does. Batmite. Batmite was awesome though. Okay, but that's a cheesy thing that you like. Some people like crypto. Spider Ham. I don't like Spider Ham. See, you don't, but obviously he's doing really well right all now. All right, all right. So crypto's <laughs> dead. Point being is crypto's. It's pretty sad. Pour some out uh, for our dog, crypto. And Supergirl has a, a pretty long-standing past with, uh, with crypto, uh, as does uh, Superboy Prime, as does, I mean, obviously Superboy and Superman. I mean, he's been around forever. Uh, so, I mean, it's comics. I'm sure he'll come back at some point, but the book quite literally opens with a tombstone of, of crypto, and it's just like, and you don't know. He may have died in, like, in action, like he may have died in, in a fight, or he died of old age because we don't really know how Kryptonian DNA mixes with the dogs and if they can survive like Superman can. Right now, so, it is nice to see that they made it more serious. Like, uh, Kara is treating it like she's here to honor him now, and it was a big part of her life. And that's her place of like peace and meditation is visiting him. So they're elevating the character in death to a spot of like very high importance. Hey, dude, he, if it wasn't for crypto, death metal wouldn't have happened, and none of these books would be coming out. Crypto is the reason that. Superboy Prime was even willing to sacrifice himself while fighting the Batman who laughs. It, go, it falls on Crypto's, you know, you know good boy boop note. <laughs> good boy <laughs> boop nose. That is the name of this issue. The good boy boop nose? I'm into good it. Good boy boop nose. 
<laughs> Somebody needs to isolate that. Um, all right. So, yeah, that's that. Let's keep going into um, some of the future state stuff because, I mean, I really like the, the, the first Batman book. Superman is looking like it's going to be pretty wild. Um, but the first one we need to talk about is Shazam. Because Shazam is Shazam! a pretty huge deviation from what we've known from the character in the past. So with Shazam, spoiler alerts uh, for future state Shazam, obviously. Um, this is a pretty big change. So if you want to experience this on your own, I recommend reading it. But here's your warning. After I'm this. buying it tonight because a lot of the characters in this book really interest me well here i mean bottom line in this book is we've pretty much seen billy with a new power and this new power backfires on him pretty dramatically. uh billy decides that he should sl split with shazam uh to protect the rock of eternity uh, and send shazam out to do the shazam thing but shazam apparently needs billy's humanity in order to maintain the hero aspect of these powers, right? You take Billy out of the equation, you take that humanity out of the equation, and we get like a, a, uh, I mean, because the, there's no human. It? It's, it's, it's like Superman and injustice. It's brutal. You know, if you think about it, because after we pre talked about it, it's just the powers being sentient. So there is no morality for powers. This, uh, Shazam or Captain Marvel was never a being. They just imbued those powers into Billy and he created the form of Shazam with mm -hmm. him making that separation. He's not separating a being from himself. He's separating the powers from himself and pure power or absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And I think that's what we're seeing. Absolutely. And so the, the powers of Shazam have disavowed Billy um, pretends like it's ne he's never been a part of his history and is going around. I mean, hell, he murders what? What's his name? Creeper. Remember Creeper? Creeper. Yep. Creeper. If anyone is unaware, what Creep Creeper's like? Creeper's like if you mixed Beast with Joker. <laughs> That's a good. You know what I mean? Good mix. Of Actually, them. did they did they do that in the uh, um, Amalga universe? Or maybe it was Creeper mixed with Beast. <laughs> maybe that's why I'm getting this because. Beast had that kind of creeper face paint in that. So maybe that's what that's from. But anyway, regardless, Creeper's a really strange kind of throwaway character, which is why they're probably cool with killing him right in the beginning. Um, but that wasn't the only character he killed. He killed, he killed allies. I mean, he's like, he's become a, a dictator almost. Yeah, and you've got a new question in here who's kind yeah. of uh, showing the Teen Titans what's going on and like, Giving like them the footage, yeah, because like the for, um, what's her name, Montoya, uh, the, yeah, Montoya is locked up. The Shazam killed the fourth question, and now we've got a new question. Yeah, so Vic Sage is locked away, and they don't know where Renee Montoya is. Um, and an, a third question named Drake was killed by Shazam. So, who knows? But the question, if you're not aware, is kind of. <sighs> A detective, if you've made the Riddler a good guy, is how I would, a detective version of the Riddler is kind of how I'd say the mantle of Shazam. Um, kind of, or, I mean, you, you, the question. Or the qu question, yeah. Like, that's, a, that's a cool idea. I like that. Um, always you know wants to find is? the solution of it. What's your theory? My theory is DC or Warner Brothers, AT&T, somebody is making DC go the path of Marvel where the comics are kind of introducing you to things that might start happening in the movie. And I think you might see Black Adam come out of this as head honcho. 
Like, I think this might become a Black Adam book, taking on Shazam, an evil Shazam, before the Black Adam movie comes out. As so we've already like seen, guy. Black Adam's on the Justice League now, too. That's what I think this is. Now, did you guys sense. read any of this when you were younger? Shazam? I didn't. No. Well, I got into Shazam later. I got the new 52 Shazam. Was Shazam. That was uh, the Jeff Johns Shazam. Yeah, so there's definitely... This is a hard turn for Captain Marvel fans. For them yeah. to, to see this happen. Um, and this is probably the first really big thing other than taking his name away where they kind of separate themselves from the history and say, hey, we're going to make this our own new thing. So we'll see how it plays out. I know Shazam in the movies was pretty much enjoyed by everyone. So I think they're going to make this character more in tune with what that audience would expect. Um, but I also like the fact that they're bringing some of these noir characters because that's on the upswing again. We have a lot more of those noir characters James Patterson's writing a new book on the shadow. I mean, oh, that's cool. So we're going to get some really cool noir. So I, I, I like this. I'm going to buy it tonight. And I think this is going to be like the one storyline I'm going to follow and, and really dig into. Well, let's keep this going a little bit further with, uh, with Superman. Um, this isn't necessarily future state. This is, um, actually comics. Um, one world rising. <laughs> So uh, pretty wild that we're at that point for, for Superman or for action comics. But, but anyway, this is coming out of Dark Knight's metal or death metal. And as we know, with death metal, it reshaped the entirety of the DC universe where the normal DC continuity is no longer uh, the center of the DC universe. And now it is cons it consists of Elseworlds, essentially. So much so that in the center of the universe or the multiverse, there is a place called Elseworlds. <laughs> so... It, this allows DC to tell stories without having to worry about continuity or like say future state is a, is an utter failure. It no longer is the future of DC. It literally is just another universe that happens somewhere else and they can continue moving on without ever thinking or refer referring to it again. So that's what I think this is for. But I also think this is to try and make Superman more relatable and combating one of the biggest uh, criticisms to Superman, which is that he's just too powerful to enjoy. And I, I disagree with it. And I've said this on the show before is I think his most interesting thing is that if he wanted to, he could stop anything and the moral ground that he has to walk to make decisions, not to just kill everything mm -hmm. puts the weight of every death and every disaster on his shoulders that he has to live with. It's funny that you appreciate that in Superman, but you hate that in Wolverine. It's like, that's Wolverine's whole thing just his, his power is to not kill you that's all he wants to do is murder yeah but it's not like he could stop everything no no but he would he stops himself from murdering you like <laughs> every single time his first reaction is to murder you but like but, if you think about superman literally he could probably stop every okay, bad thing from happening destroy the planet well he can't he can't be everywhere at once that's why the justice league thing. um but point point is is this isn't the first time they've done this not too long ago, remember, we had robot Batman that looked like a big bunny, but it was Jim Gordon, and we had a Superman wearing jeans. His name was, what the hell was his name? He, he had, oh, Archie. Arthur? Archie, Archie Clayton. Yeah, Archie Clayton. Archie Clayton. Remember, he was no longer Clark Kent, and he was wearing jeans. He had a motorcycle, and his, his cape was just ripped up, and his knuckles, remember, he was bleeding. People, it didn't go very well, and we got rid of it pretty, pretty fast. So I, I don't know what they have planned for this story, but right off the bat, 
We have Superman who's having issues taking on villains. And I have a theory to why this is happening as well. The, the writers don't understand Superman? No. I think it actually ties to a much bigger <laughs> thing. Go back to Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock's whole thing was Superman was at the center of everything. Remember? So now Superman, that that's not the center. Uh-huh. You're getting, you're picking up what I'm putting down here. So his powers diminished because he's no longer the center of the DC universe. Hell, in Death Metal, it was Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman, and this goes back even to DC trying to follow or trying the comics to follow the movies more because that movie ends with her in big gold armor. What movie just recently ended with her in big gold armor? <laughs> we don't speak of that one. movie. <laughs> a very <laughs> bad one. <laughs> Point being is, is that I think this is just, this is a cool way to connect Superman to the universe still and maybe even push him back or push this normal continuity back to the center of the universe to get his powers back to full strength. This could be kind of cool. This could be a new level of strength for Superman as he pulls the multiverse to the center or some crap like that. It this just feels cool. like they're shitting on Superman fans, though. I, don't, I, mm-hmm. I think all of this is just setting stuff up, just like Shazam, right? Shazam is wildly different. Superman's now wildly different. Batman is wildly different. I mean, everything is future state now. But even though this book's not future state, I think it's setting up future state. I think this is all about future state. I think it's death metal into future state. Now, it's Menti, probably why he's not. Remember, remember, his book takes place so far in the future. Yeah, but you're you wouldn't call yourself a Superman fan, right? Absolutely, I would. Hundred percent, I would. I'm more of a Superman fan than a Batman fan. Well, that was, was only recently. I was the one reading all the Superman well, books. I, but before the new Superman, you weren't a Superman fan, no. right? I would no. I, I'm I'm a sucker for for like title characters. Like when we play Mario Kart, <laughs> I'm Mario. I like okay. I like title characters. So, no, I love Superman. And you're not upset by them? Because it feels like they're just making him weaker because people complain that he was overpowered. Oh, well, we'll see where it goes. I mean, I'm also not, I'm not opposed to that much change depending on the story because it's also comics and they always reset anyway. I mean, we're going to get Superman back to Superman at some point. Like, Future State's only so many months. (laughs) Like, this is going to go back to normal at some point. This is just setting up the next couple months worth of story. So I'm not freaking out yet. Like if all of a sudden he shows up with like a blue mohawk. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have some issues. But as long as this is just Superman going through one of, I will say my least favorite story arcs that superhero genres do all the time, which is removing a hero's power. It's a story I'm so sick of. Like everybody has to do it. Like every movie has done it at this point. And of course, every comic has done it. Batman loses his money. Superman loses his power. Spider-Man loses his ability to stick to the wall. It's like, it's, it's been done a million times over. Uh, let's, let's see where they go with it. It's only, you know, the start. But if it's just Superman's depowered and Archie Clayton again, nah, uh, we'll skip this. We'll so, wait so he's going through like a midlife crisis where he's kind of uh-huh. losing his, his stuff and you know, he'll, he'll basically need to see some type of uh, doctor and, you know, all right, I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> Moving where, on. Where were you going? They're going to give him a little Kryptonian <laughs> pill and he's going to get his vigor back. A little blue Kryptonian pill. Because if it's green, it's really going to hurt him. <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> on, uh, on that note, I think we're done with our death metal talk. Uh, let's, uh, let's. All right, one more. Future State, this is real quick and easy. Damian Wayne. I don't know. Are you interested in Damian Wayne's comic, the Robin book? I used to be until I feel like they nerfed him. Well, it's Joshua Williamson, so I doubt that's true anymore. 
Joshua Williamson is writing the new Future State Damian Wayne book. If you don't know, okay, real quick, if you don't know who Damian Wayne is, he's the son of Batman. Um, literally the son of Batman who became like the fifth or sixth Robin. I, at this point, I forget. <laughs> right. But he's the last of the lineage of Robins. I know we're getting a new one soon, but as of right now, that was like the last Robin. And he recently was, uh, he disavowed his dad and he kicked, he was kicked out of the Teen Titans because he's just an asshole. I mean, there's no way around it. Damian Wayne, I mean, okay, if you took the, you took uh, Ra's al Ghul and gave him all the abilities of Batman and turned him into an eight-year-old, there's Damian. Yeah, he's, he has more in common with, um, well, what do they call her now? The Batwoman. Orphan. Orphan. Like, he has more in common with Orphan than anybody else in the Bat family. He was raised with that strict, you know, violence and get your way and there's only one way to do things. Um, but I liked him with the balance of Bruce. And I feel either them going all this way, like him competing in this tournament to prove he's the greatest fighter. Like that. Well, okay. So run. So, so let's, let's run it back. My theory here is that the reason that he's going through a tournament with Ra's al Ghul is he's going to understand that the teachings of his father are more important than the teachings of Ra. I think this is to show that, that the compassion of Batman is important and that he, he always believed that his father didn't do it. He always believed, and a lot of people believe that, that Batman, Batman's always a half measure. Hell, it's the Punisher quote uh, uh, to, to Daredevil. That's a, it's a big part of Batman. You know, he's the one who will refuse to kill, where Damien would murder you at seven. <laughs> but it so, doesn't feel like something that Damien would care about. Like, this what? tournament doesn't feel like he would, would no, care. No, but a vendetta against his granddad, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put, the, I wouldn't put vengeance past him. Vengeance, again, no. This but, is Bruce Wayne's kid here. This is the guy who he is so scared of vengeance, he became Batman. But this sounds more like Karate Kid 3 than vengeance. Like, I'm going to go to this tournament. I'm going to be the best fighter ever. Yeah, but he's the son of I am vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> he's the son of vengeance. We'll see what happens. Um, uh, yeah, but the big news is, and I, I mean, I don't know if you want to call this big news, is that he's going to wear a lot of different outfits. Joshua Williamson has been posting quite a bit on his Twitter uh, some of the costumes that he's going to wear, and they're all very cool, and it's probably because when he fights these people in the tournaments, they'll be in different places, so he has to wear different stuff. That's right. probably where this is going, and if they make toys out of it, huge. It's a big win, but I, don't, I doubt this book will be big enough that a toys... Do you think this is going to be... I would sell. You think they would? Moshko, you tell me. I, I, this is your world. With the amount of stuff McFarlane Toys is pushing out right now? I, absolutely. I mean, they... Do you think people would... A series of Damian Waynes? I yeah. yeah. Judging by wow. what's been put out and people are buying, absolutely. People wow. are buying That's... everything McFarland produces right now. And I've got numbers to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> um I have a feeling that this is going to be in the end Damien's coming out party where he gets a new name. Yeah, I don't think or he will be the demon's head. Mm. Which we've That's seen cool. in the future. Like we've seen in other future storylines where he takes over. Um, who knows what he'll be, but I think, like you said, he's going to come to terms with both sides of his upbringing and be changed because of it. And I think that'll then leave us room to have a new Robin because he'll officially be getting rid of the mantle because he still has the R on his costume. Well, sure, but look at, I mean, Drake. Well, he's Drake now, but he was Red Robin forever. <laughs> you know Red I mean? Robin. 
Yum. Yum. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Uh, all right, real quick, uh, the DC Universe Infinite app that's going to unlaunch, uh, launch pretty soon. Actually, I mean, hell, it's DC Universe streaming service has been out forever, but that app will eventually switch to the DC Universe Infinite, and when it does, it's going to also come with uh, black label books that we've seen recently, like Damned, the Harley Quinn, uh, and it will also have um, Vertigo, which will be like Hellblazer, Lucifer, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, Sandman, another one. So that's cool. Preacher. I didn't know Preacher was Vertigo. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Wow. <laughs> Vertigo. Oof. Dropping, dropping knowledge on you. Vertigo. DC's other, other we label. Gotta, we got to give him one. DC's other other label is that what you just said <laughs> yep uh, alright well that's it for comic news let's go ahead and jump into TV uh, and the first one I'm going to try and sum up without getting too vulgar but oh my god <laughs> the boys season 3 is already rank- uh, wrapping up or excuse me looking like it's going to become the most vulgar of all of, of anything you've seen yet because herogasm which is what this is leading towards is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. And if you, I mean, you've just, I don't even want to tell you to Google it, but we're talking cannibalism. We're talking sex parties, bestiality. I mean, we're talking the craziest things you would ever see on a comic page all happening on one resort. And that's going to be showcased in Boys Season 3. Wow. Wow. So Herogasm, <laughs> Herogasm is a story where, um, the heroes decide that they don't mean because again in the boys the heroes don't like humanity anyway it's all really just a popularity contest i mean they're like they're like if influencers had superpowers you know what i mean like they don't really care <laughs> they just want followers and that's really what how the boys are um or at least the, the seven and all the heroes in the boys universe so they decide that they're gonna fight this quote-unquote alien threat that's going to take all the heroes off planet, but they don't actually leave the planet. They go to a, an island resort and they all just bang for like three days straight. And <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's one of the craziest couple issues you're going to go through. I mean, brace yourself because if they show you some of the stuff that's in those panels, like, and it's not, <laughs> the worst is it's not up front either. It's not like the thing you're seeing. It's just the stuff behind the people who are talking. So while certain characters are talking at the resort, if you look behind them, you will see some just, whew, I'm amazed it made it to print. There, there are so many things to be said right now, but I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, I don't even know. How- <laughs> there, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of jokes to be thrown in here, um, but we won't touch that, I guess. Um, uh, see, you're, you're not doing a good job. There's a lot you're of touching already. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Listen, we just, just don't want of- too many of us going at it at the same time. Stop it. I'm just thinking like references of islands. You know, that was in the news recently. That's terrible. Um, You know, it's like what, a a Coachella for superheroes or essentially, yeah. Essentially. Um, What's the other one? What's the one out in the uh, the desert? Uh, Burning Man. Is this like a Burning Man for superheroes? Except for, you know, like they eat people. Well, they. (laughs) Well, you know, so we're getting our wishes (laughs) of Army Hammer being. A superhero. Oh my oh. god, stop it. Yes. Wow, that couldn't get more topical. Well he done. Just, <laughs> he, and he just lost his job on that movie, by the way. Did he really? Wow. Yeah, he's being replaced by... Shoot, who is it? Eh. I've, he's I've being replaced. Believe, I can't believe we have to do this, but if anybody's unaware, our, our, our Arnie Hammer is apparently can, uh, being accused of cannibalism by not one girlfriend, but two. <laughs> 
His ex-girlfriend right. also said the same thing. So, you know, that's the thing that's happening. 2021, man. Listen, Ooh. another thing that Entourage got right. 2020, 2020 DLC. So just to come, that's what just to come full, is. <laughs> to come full circle with this one, the movie's called Shotgun Wedding. It's with uh, J-Lo as the, the main star. He uh, got kicked off. He's being replaced by Josh Duhamel. So. All right. All right. Let's get like back into comic. Let's get back into TV. comic stuff. And this is some of the first news about Titans uh, season three that I'm somewhat excited for. That seems kind of cool. That's getting so, a season three. Yeah. And it's the season three already, <laughs> already is making me so mad. Uh, okay. So if you don't know my longstanding history with, with Titans on the DC universe, they, it's really good. And then really bad. And then really good. And then really bad. It Sounds like never, walking dead. No. No, because The Walking no. Dead will have a couple good seasons and then get bad for a couple seasons, and then get pretty good for a couple seasons and then get bad for a couple. This ninety percent of it is good, and then the last episode is so bad that it makes you want to quit. Then you get to the second season; it's really good, and then the last episode makes you like, "Why am I doing this to myself?" It can never stick the landing. And already with the news with um, Jason Todd going to be in the next one with the Red Hood, it sounds terrible. He's not really the Red Hood like we know him. And Jason Todd, just in general, in this show has been just in, like, uh, maybe that's a good thing because Jason Todd's supposed to be annoying, but he's so frustratingly annoying that every time he's on screen, you just you want, there. Jason you want Todd to seems to more anymore. like uh, Damien. <laughs> not even that. Like, I would appreciate Damien more than this because at least <laughs> Damien backs it up. Like, so this what, is, what's this shitty news for this shitty show? Well, this doesn't seem as <laughs> shitty. This is, um, we, do, we got confirmation that Barbara Gordon's going to be in the show, but this is going to be Barbara Gordon uh, after uh, the killing joke. So this will be Barbara Gordon as Oracle more right. than regular Barbara Gordon, which is actually kind of cool with the relationship between Barbara, uh, Dick Grayson, and uh, Starfire. So the little love triangle that you're going to get there will be pretty interesting, as well as apparently we're going to get more Batman. This is my opinion. It's the dude from Game of Thrones. I don't know his name that got the, the his back was turning to rocks. Remember that? You guys watch, did you watch Game of Thrones? The one guy that was like obsessed with, uh, with Daenerys. Mm, too too many like, characters to remember. The dude who was obsessed with Daenerys that was like, his whole thing was to protect her. Anyway, that guy is Batman in this show and he's the worst Batman because he's just too old. He's got a British dialect. He just, it's not Batman, and you never look at him like he's Batman. But apparently, he's coming back, and he's going to give Oracle some shit, so that might be fun. But I like the fact they're bringing Oracle into it. I'm okay with that. I like Oracle so far the best news about season three I've heard. Well, speaking of shitty TV, <laughs> <laughs> a show that already wasn't very good um, shows that sometimes you need to let things die. Season two of Batwoman premiered with an 80% drop in ratings. They got a point one, a a point one, eighty percent from last year's <laughs> debut. They dropped. This show should be canceled now. There is nothing they can do to save this show, unless Batman shows up as freaking Ben Affleck shows up on the show and. They just do the multiverse of bat. I don't know what they can do. The shows. Dude, I won't a, watch it. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it has a comeback. No. I'm sure. That, I'm sure it'll get a full season to find out. But I don't know, man. They did leave I'll, it open. I'll, I'll promise this. I will promise you this. I will give it 20 minutes. I will give it 20 minutes, and then I'm going to turn it. They did leave it open <laughs> for Ruby Rose to come back, though. Cool. 
Like that that didn't wasn't make it or break it. He, she was the worst part of the Elseworlds crossover. <laughs> she was the worst her part. Show, of- her show wasn't that bad, but it's no, it just, you know what? This is what her show felt. It felt like a knockoff CW Arrowverse show. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It, it, it felt like it just didn't really fit. It felt like they were just using the formula of Arrow and trying to like fold Batwoman around it. And, it's just, and Batwoman's a cool character. I really like Batwoman. And they but didn't just, even explore the Batwoman character in the way that you thought they would. Like, No, she's a dark character, man. And she, this, this Batwoman was like hugging kids in front of the cameras and stuff. And I'm like, what? this is the Batwoman who runs around with guns and shoot people, right? Like that's, that's the Batwoman, especially at this point. Yeah. That's the Batwoman I know. Whatever. All right. All right. I'll give it 20 minutes. I'll tell you what I think. Um, Let's move into movies. You notice that in TV, we're not talking about something. WandaVision, mixed reviews. Seems like half the fans love it. Half the fans hate it. Rotten Tomatoes loves it. Listen to us on Friday. You'll hear more. <laughs> Suckers. I love that we used a clickbait title for a news article that we're using as a clickbait for our Friday show. Yep. That's amazing. That got real inception-y for clickbait. <laughs> um, but yeah, supposedly there was going to be a post-credit scene setting up WandaVision at the end of Endgame. I honestly feel that this was a missed opportunity and might have turned the fans that don't like the show right now, had them understand a little bit more and maybe enjoyed it. I don't think so. I mean, the, 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 the scene was just showing essentially like a body bag or one of those drawers and Vision's body being there. And that was it. Like we we know Vision died, we know that we we just haven't gotten the answer of how he got he came back yet. But that wouldn't have really stunned but so much unless there was more to it than um Paul Be- um Paul Bettany saying. Paul Bettany just gave a quick little. I was supposed to be in like a body bag, and then they said no, we're not doing the scene, and I was like, oh man, <laughs> and that was it. Like that was the whole story. So maybe there was more to it, but to me that doesn't really set up Wandavision. Yeah, well, just just think about then how long that this has been in production and how much has gone into producing this show if it was made or if that scene was made back when Endgame was getting finished. I mean, you're looking at what, five years? Yep. And the way I was so, thinking is they might have shown him move or color go back into his hand or something because when he died, mm-hmm. all the color uh, went out of him. So if they would have shown like a little bit of color going back into him on that body bag or body board. I still think it's going to be she brings him back. Oh, definitely. Like, and then she goes that. evil. We'll talk about it on the show. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to argue that I, there might be a, a reason she doesn't go evil, but I'll talk to you about that on Friday. All, All right. right. All right. Let's get, let's get into uh, movie news. So right off the bat, let's talk about Spider-Man 3. We got some set photos. They don't really tell us much, but they do tell us a little bit about the setting. That's it. It's well, snowy. It tells us a lot, actually. If what? Peter Parker is walking through the streets with like a list of to-do things in his hand, then something's happening where he's able to walk through the streets after being outed as a murderer oh, and Spider-Man. That's fair. That's fair. Unless this takes place. Oh, well, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. You're right. It's a good point. It's a very good point. Boom. It's a very, very good point. Unless they do some shit, which, and I hate when they do this, and, and Marvel does this all the time. They fix it before the movie. It, it's just, or to throw away in the first couple minutes. Yeah. Like Matt Murdock comes out of the courtroom proving it was somebody else. Like, and then that's Matt, like that's Charlie Cox's whole cameo. That's his cameo that fixes what happened. (laughs) And Um, then it's like, then the movie moves on like nothing ever happened. (laughs) But if you look at the background on the, uh, what you call it, that board of pictures, there's like believe Mysterio or whatever. Like there's people with, uh, I guess there's a Mysterio camp and a non Mysterio camp. So who knows what's going on? 
but if there's well, and, some and cool it's details. Snowy. It and there's and there's a menorah and a Merry Christmas on the window. And snow. So let's go ahead and move Ruby. past that. <laughs> let's um let's talk about Zack Snyder real quick. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League for uh, HBO Max, which was originally touted as a four-part, four-hour-long movie. Looks like it's just going to be a straight-up four-hour-long movie. Groovy. <laughs> I mean, okay. Speaking of... a difference to me. <laughs> I, I feel like you should have split a four-hour movie up. Like, No, I, 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 I'd I rather remember just watch running it straight the dragon, through. And it came in two VHS. <laughs> no, I'd rather, if it's, if it's four hours of one thing, just let me watch it. Give me, yeah, but then at least in the middle, I like straight up take a break. You can hit pause. Yeah, I yeah, get you that. Can. <laughs> I get that, but there's a sense of like, all right, I'm done this. I will watch the next half tomorrow. It's just weirder just to hit it on pause. Like, I, I don't know. I, w- I mean, See, you I can split movies like that for if, if like four hours. Absolutely. <laughs> I went and saw the like, Dark Knight trilogy in theaters back to back to back. No, oh, hell no. Nope. Nope. I don't have that kind of attention span. You've seen me in the, true. In the wild. <laughs> Look, shiny. Me? <laughs> um, no, no, no. Speaking nope. of the Snyder cut, there is more momentum building for a director's cut of Suicide Squad. So, you, or David Ayers just really wants this to happen. Well, remember how at first he was like, "No, I don't want it." Like, whatever, it's done. And then slowly but surely, you've seen more and more. Now he released a three-second clip of Jared Leto saying, "You should be ashamed of yourself." Is it towards somebody? Is it like releasing that specific verb? Like he probably has tons of footage he can release that adds nothing to the movie. But those words, however, mean something. He could be he could be talking to, to the Warner Brothers editing team. <laughs> like, he, I mean, to be honest, it's the same thing that that Zack Snyder did leading up to this movie. So he's just following the Zack Snyder formula, only on a social media platform that counts. <laughs> and it's a it's an isolated clip. It's not off of like a master. You could tell he's just filming it right off of a screen. So it was you know something he had somewhere. It was like oh this this will be good. Let's use he's, this. Yeah, he's just trying to get people excited. And look, I hope it works out for him. I would love I would love to love these movies. Like I like liking things. I have no issues with finding <laughs> things to like in things. So like even with Wonder Woman, I recognize it's a bad movie. I understand it, but I still want to like it. Give me a reason to like Suicide Squad. That movie is garbage, but I don't want to say it. <laughs> so give me a reason to like it. Re- 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 let him cut it. Let, him, let me see what he had to show. And if it still sucks, it still sucks. I'm going to give you a reason to like Thor, Love and Thunder. We have confirmation that Loki will be making an appearance in that movie. Oh, stop. That's the worst. That is the worst. Just say the thing. That's so bad. No. <laughs> Matt That's Damon so will be in Love and Thunder, it appears. Uh, he touched down <laughs> in Australia. He's quarantined ahead of the shoot. And uh, it looks like he's going to be there. So we also have Batista, Karen Gillian, and Tessa Thompson. All- this movie is going to be everyone. This is well, their easy. Spider-Man. It's Vin- not. Vin it's Diesel not. was there back in October. Vin Diesel. I- the Vin I'm Diesel. Good. I'm going to say this. This is what I think is going to happen. Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be the reason that Gore comes to Earth. That's it. That's how they're going to connect these two things. I mean, Gore has to somehow get to Thor, right? So Gore, for anybody who's unaware who Gore the God Butcher is, he's a guy on a desolate planet um, who 
literally the planet is is like the worst place in, uh, to live. It's the most inhospitable place possible. Uh, and they pray to the gods who never listen to their prayers. And then Noel, uh, and I believe a celestial, was it a celestial? Or Noel and somebody else come crashing into the earth. And Noel, if you're not aware, that's the god of the symbiote that's happening in Marvel right now. Um, anyway, they come fighting in. They don't come to, like, their people are like, oh, they hear our prayers. And they don't. They just wreck the whole place. Uh, and he ends up losing a lot of his family. And Noel loses the Necro Sword, which is what Gore gets, which turns him into one of the most powerful uh, Thor villains. Um, so much so that in order to beat Gore, there needed to be three Thors that fought him, one from the future, one from the past, and um, the current. I can't, think of, I can't think of her name. No. Oh, Jane Foster. Jane Foster. So and that might be how Jane Foster's role comes into this in the first place. You might have Jane Foster with Mjolnir, and then you have unworthy Thor or Thor with um, either Jornbjorn or Stormbreak. So that's it, to me, the Guardians are a means to get Null or to get Null to get Gore to Earth. They're a cameo, and then I think Matt Damon's a cameo. Matt Damon's a cameo. It's a two week. <laughs> they paid him a lot of money for a cameo, uh, and it'll be the third Marvel movie that he's cameoed in that I'm aware of. Other than what's the second one? Uh, Deadpool two. He was he was the drunk guy with the beer that Cable shoots to take his truck. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Matt Damon. On that Damon. note, Menti, the Muppet Show's coming Disney Plus. That <laughs> thing. I don't know who put that in there, but I was excited about it too, so I didn't get. That rid was of me. It. I don't know. Uh, I threw it in there. I'm with you, Moshko. I'm excited about that, too. All right, I'll do that thing. Do the goddamn thing. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. We appreciate all the support, the love, the comments, the, the people in the, the, the Facebook group, you know, rating, subscribing, sharing. We love it. Thank you. Once again, I'm empty. <laughs> I'm Moshko. You can find me at uh, MoshkoCollectibles.com, where I'm selling stuff, and uh, everywhere on social media, Moshko. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to check us out on iHeartRadio. Ooh. Yo, I mean, no shade on OG because I really like them. Like, I really miss the OG family, but that sounded way better. <laughs> that <laughs> sounded like you were a professional radio announcer. That was really good. Thank you. That might be better than your BPU. Really? I mean, that one was. All right. Well, I've got something to live up to now. <laughs> and as always welcome to fireside.com for all of your comic news and gossipy needs <laughs>